0: Welcome to the Direct Sellers Podcast, the podcast for direct sellers who are ready to get uncomfortable, build their business, and grow a team while changing the face of the direct sales industry. I'm your host, Rachel Perry. Join me as we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious direct sales booty. From overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the exact strategies you need to attract the right people who become customers and beg to join your team. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life and kids while building your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, a good set of fake eyelashes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. I'm really excited about today's podcast episode because... We're going to talk about what's holding you back in your business. I know we've talked about this before, but these are the three biggest fears that every entrepreneur has, whether you're a direct seller or whether you are starting your own online business or whether you're starting your own brick and mortar business, it doesn't matter. These three fears are, I would say, what every single person deals with when they are facing something new. So we're gonna dive into that. But before we do, I wanted to let you know that there is one spot now available for the VIP day with me, we're calling it six figures in six hours. So if you are ready to take that leap and start your own business, in addition to the network marketing business that you currently have, then definitely message me at Rachel A. Perry on Instagram, or you can email me, rachel at rachelaperry.com. And I'll give you more information on that. Again, there's one spot left. And if, if you jump on it, if this is something that you're thinking about, because it will be a great investment and will be guaranteed to set you up and get you where you need to be so that you are making that six figures in addition to your network marketing business. All right, let's get started. Okay, so the three fears that every... I would say that the get in the way of your business are the fear of judgment, the fear of rejection, and the fear that I'm not something enough, like I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not uh, clever enough, I'm not whatever it is, okay? Just whatever you want to put in the blank. We all struggle with that to some degree. All of those fears will impact your business if you let them. Now, just to give you a little story, every single one of these fears I can relate to, because I've experienced every single one of them and all at different times. Something that I've learned in this past year is that we tend to fall back into our old ways, right? So when you're building and developing a new behavior, maybe that's growing your business. Maybe that's learning how to talk to people, how to connect with people, how to show up and speak to your ideal customer on Instagram. Maybe it's starting a new business, You know, figuring out who your ideal customer is, figuring out what your niche is, figuring out where you're going. These fears will creep in. And so those are all new behaviors. The old behaviors are the fears, okay? And it's very easy for us to slip back into it. So I want you to be really mindful of that as you embark on whatever it is that you are, you've are you set your goal for this year, because these fears need to be squashed. Because if we let them and if we fall back into our old way of thinking, we won't get very much further. So we have to become detectives, if you will, identifying these moments, these fears that get in our way. So let's talk about the fear of judgment. The fear of judgment is just, you know, being afraid of what people are going to think of you. Here's the thing. People are judgmental. I have been judgmental. We are all judgmental at one point or another. It's not something I'm proud of, and it's not something that I want to be. But there are times where I find these thoughts popping into my head, right, about someone else. Not often but sometimes. I'm not going to pretend that I'm perfect. The thing is, you guys, the judgments that people have, that's their own stuff. That is legit their own stories that they have been told or that they have told themselves. For example, if I, and I this hasn't happened ever, like this is just a pretend story, but if I were to look at a parent and say, a mom, and say, and think to myself, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that she, I don't know, treats her children like that, or or that she's too much of a friend to her kids, or whatever. Let's say that's something that I thought. I'm sure I've thought something like that. That is really because I'm looking at this relationship that this mom has with her kids thinking, oh man, that looks amazing, I kind of hope and wish that my relationship is the same way. Instead, I'm going, "Mm, no, that is way too friendly. Like they are going to have problems when she gets to be a teenager, right? That's me being judgmental because I'm concerned and worried that the way I'm parenting isn't the right way. That's not what's going through my head. I'm not thinking, you know what? I'm feeling insecure about this, so I'm just going to judge her. But that's just what we do. It's our reaction. That's my issue, right? It has nothing to do with who you are as a parent or that girl, that woman, right? It, it, nothing. It's my judgment because it's my story. So when someone judges you, maybe you are f- afraid of the judgment someone is going to be um, sending your way because you are in direct sales or network marketing, Maybe you are starting a, your own business. Maybe you are stepping out and you're ready to start building that next business in your life and you're afraid of what your family is going to think or what your friends are going to think. That's their stuff, not yours, okay? But when we let those that fear of judgment affect us, it also affects our business. So it might look like you holding back when sharing the business opportunity with some people, okay? It might look like you showing up less than 100% in your business. You might be censoring yourself on social media. I don't mean censor like not using profanity. (laughs) I mean censor like you don't share everything that you should when when talking about your business, or you're afraid to offer, make an offer because you're afraid of being salesy or spammy, you censor yourself because you're afraid of judgment. And then maybe you clam up when talking to people about what you do, when making an offer, when sharing what what products you sell, what services you can offer. You don't live life to its fullest when you're afraid of judgment because you're so afraid of what other people might be thinking of you. Can you relate to this at all? I, this is something that I really do understand because no matter how much we grow, like I said before, we always tend to fall back into that old way of thinking, right? And you worry about what other people think of you no matter where you are. Listen, I have been out of direct sales as, as growing it as my personal business for 15—no, no, 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 no—seven no, years now. But that doesn't mean that I don't still have that fear of judgment. I absolutely do. When I'm growing this business, when I left the tag team, when there are so many decisions that I've made in my life where I worry sometimes about what other people are thinking of me, but that holds me back. So I've got to squash that, and you do too. That judgment of what other people think of you, and a huge judgment that people are afraid of, is what they're thinking. What your friends, family, whoever is thinking of you about the fact that you have a direct sales business. But here's the reality, my friend. When you are building a network marketing business, you are basically getting paid to grow, <laughs> to have some personal development in your life. The, the What I learned from my seven years in direct sales building that business is more than I probably ever learned. I think the biggest... That was probably one of the biggest transitions or evolutions in my life. The second biggest, I would say, it was when I um, went to college. I really found my confidence in college and found who I was and was so happy. And then my direct sales business that seven years was massive. I wouldn't trade that for the world. Because if I hadn't had that experience, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I'm pretty darn happy where I am today. Who I am is a reflection of that choice. And so when people judge you for being in direct sales or and building that network marketing business, that's their issue. What they don't see is that you are evolving as a human being. You are learning so many skills, and you are learning so much about yourself. that That is just unparalleled, unparalleled. The amount of growth you have in that. So that is huge. So just remember that when you are feeling like you are afraid of what other people are thinking of you, really try to redirect that because it's only going to hold you back. And the judgment that other people have is a reflection of them and their stories, nothing to do with you. Okay, so now let's talk about the fear of rejection. That's the second fear that holds back so many entrepreneurs. And why? Because nobody wants to feel rejected. It goes back to our childhood, I'm sure. I was rejected, y'all. I was rejected so much when we moved here from the UK. I mean, people made fun of me. People, the girls, girls can be so mean. And I was so often, you know, a victim of bullying. So many people are. I remember one day, I missed school because I was sick. I was in fifth grade, and... Uh, I got back to school, and all of a sudden, nobody liked me. It was as if everyone had stopped talking. In fact, everyone had stopped talking to me. And I was in the coat room hanging out my coat, and I'm like, "Why? Why is everyone looking at me like that? And why? Why is everyone mad at me?" And I will never forget, <laughs> Jessica Banno <laughs> said to me, "There's a rumor that you kissed Brian Parker under the sprinkler." I was like, what on earth? I can't even talk to a boy without dying. Okay. Second of all, what? No, he doesn't even talk to me. And thirdly, what? No, that didn't happen. But it was a rumor that had, you know, spread around and everyone was now so mad at me because I had supposedly kissed Brian Parker under the sprinkler. Here's the thing. I don't nobody ever wants to feel that rejection. It's the worst feeling in the world, feeling like you're alone and nobody likes you. And we brought these stories, these experiences, and have made them even more so now that we're like, oh my gosh, when I ask someone, when I offer something to someone and they say no, that basically is like them saying I kissed Brian Parker under the sprinkler and they're not talking to me anymore. But that's not the truth, right? It's not the truth because the word no, it literally just means no. No no, no, no. It doesn't mean you suck. It doesn't mean you're the worst person ever. It doesn't mean you're dumb for even doing something like this. It just means no. Yet we give so much meaning to the word no. We don't give any meaning to the word yes. I mean, we think, yeah, that means I'm awesome. Or yes, that means what I'm offering them is great. But then we think when someone says no, it means so much more, right? And this is how, let me tell you how it affects your business. You don't invite people to parties if you're in direct sales. You don't invite them to, you know, hearing about the business. You don't share the business because you don't want someone to say no. You don't go live because what if nobody shows up? You don't offer anything. You don't have a call to action. You don't, you don't, if you're not in direct sales and you have, You know, an offer, you don't do it because you're afraid that someone's going to say no. Maybe you don't even create the offer because you're afraid someone's going to say no. Maybe you don't even start this business that you know you are supposed to start because you're afraid of the no. You're afraid of the rejection. You don't take action. That, my friends, is how the fear of rejection will affect your business. Those, and maybe you relate to it. Maybe this is what's happening now. Maybe the rejection is has such a hold over you that you're not able to do anything else. But I've got to tell you right now, the rejection is coming from you. You have decided that people are going to reject you. You have decided, listen, when someone doesn't show up to your life— That's amazing. Do you know why that's amazing? It's amazing because you can, if it sucks and it's terrible, you can just delete it. It's amazing because you can feel really confident that people are going to watch it later and it's not live, okay? When you don't take action, no one can see what you have to offer. You can't serve people when you don't offer anything, And if you're so afraid of someone saying no, that's because you are creating so much meaning around the word no. Listen, this, if you're in direct sales, your business, your company is not for everyone. And I am probably going to, you know, go against what some of you have been told. I do not believe that you should talk to anyone and everyone about the business, period, end of story. I don't because. I don't believe that this is for everyone. These, these businesses that you have meet a need for someone, right? They meet needs 100%, but not everyone's needs. If you are starting to build your own business, listen, like I did, my coaching business, I'm not the coach for everyone. What I ha- The products that I have, my memberships, my VIP days, those are not for everyone. And I'm okay with that. When, when people asked me, reached out to me, I had a lot of interest about the VIP day. But yet, I st- people still said no because of the cost, because it wasn't the right time, because it wasn't exactly what they were looking for. Not anything to do with, because well, maybe it wasn't, I just don't know, but not because they don't like Rachel, not because... Um, they hate me, not because they think I suck, not because I'm terrible, not because what I'm offering them isn't a great offer. It's because it just wasn't right, right? I'm not I don't take any of that as rejection. It's how you look at things when someone says no, that's not them rejecting you. It's just saying no, thank you. That's great. I don't want anyone to 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 get a VIP day or join my membership if that's not what they want. because I want to serve. and if I'm serving at the highest level possible, then I need to be serving people who who need what I have, right? So think about it like that. Like, take you out of the equation here and think more about how you can serve. Because when you start thinking about how you can serve people at a deeper level, the rejection piece comes away. It falls away because it's not about you right? It's about them. And then if they say, no, thank you. Okay, fine. That just means you didn't want this. It has absolutely nothing to do with you. So take yourself out of this. Okay. I'm getting really passionate about this. (laughs) Are you like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. The third fear is the fear that you're not blank enough. Like the fear that you're not good enough. The fear that you're not smart enough. The fear that you're not, um, you know, enough. You're not a good enough leader, the fear, I've already said that, you know, whatever you want to put in there, maybe the fear that you're not pretty enough, the fear that you're not, you know, charismatic enough, the fear that whatever word you want to put in the blank, just that you're not enough, okay? I for sure fall into this, you know, and you know when it really happens? is when you start comparing yourself to other people. So if you're in direct sales and you are comparing yourself to other le- other people, leaders in the company, or maybe someone in your sideline, and you're thinking, oh my gosh, she's way beyond I am, where I am and we started at the same time. Maybe you are starting a business. You're an online business creator and you see other people in your same industry and you're thinking, oh my gosh, they are doing so many things. They're blowing up right now and here I am. We always fall into the I'm not good enough When we compare ourselves, but listen, this is how it's going to affect your business. If you let yourself do this, if you fall into that comparison trap, or you're just in this, this, this sort of way of thinking that you're not good enough, you're not going to try new things. You feel defeated constantly. You bring a negative energy to your business. Cause if you're showing up to your business every day and you're like, I suck. Like I'm just not good enough. I just don't think I'm good enough. I don't even, you don't want to work right? You're not able to see your gifts because you're focusing on the negatives, like that you're not enough. And then you tend to look to other people for, for strength and encouragement rather than looking within yourself. And the crazy part of this, friends, is that when we look to other people, and this is me, I used to need so much to be, i my identity, I based my identity on when other people said good things about me. So if I had people saying, oh my gosh, you are so amazing at this, like you're a great teacher. The kids love you. I'm like, I am awesome. I am feeling good. But the moment I had a parent complain about me, I felt like the world had been ripped away from me because I thought I sucked, right? Because I was so dependent on other people's approval for my own approval. And that's just not true. It's not true. So when you look to other—so this whole, like, I'm not good enough or I'm not whatever enough is a slippery slope. Because if you then start to look to other people for your strength and encouragement, it's great when you get it. But when you don't get it, you feel like crap. So you really need to look within yourself for that encouragement, okay? So here's the thing. what How do you stop the fears from getting in the way, from holding you back? Right? What do you do? You got to give yourself a, a bucket load of grace and a bucket load of love because this is what happens. We grow, we step out of our comfort zone, we grow, and then it's easy to fall back into our old way of thinking. And then we have to do the whole cycle again. So give yourself grace and give yourself so much love because what you're doing right now is amazing. So keep going. Also, remind yourself of your worth. You are worthy regardless of how successful your business is. You are, you are worthy because you exist, not because of what you accomplish. Then I want you to figure out the root of the fear. So if you're struggling with uh, fear of judgment, where is that coming from? What are you afraid of? Are you afraid that someone's going to judge you for making the decision to start a direct sales business? Okay. So, why does that bother you? Where is that coming from? Is it because you want people to like you and you want people to respect you? Don't you think people are going to respect you if you build a successful business? Do, does it really matter? Because do you respect you? I want you to face your fears. I really want you to face these fears and I want you to reject that negative self talk, the inner mean girl. Be proud of who you are and what you're doing because just listening to this podcast today is is doing some personal growth. It's it's being willing to acknowledge that, you know what? I I need to grow. I need some help. I need some inspiration. I need the truth to be spoken to me. That's what you're doing right now. So be proud of yourself. And then start tackling these fears and start identifying when they happen and why they happen and really become a detective around your emotions and your feelings. What is happening and where is it coming from? Listen, friends, I hope that this was helpful today. I just adore you and I am rooting for you. I know that it's scary to try new things. It's scary to face these fears. It's scary to get uncomfortable. But you know what? You're doing it. And I'm so, so proud of you. So I encourage you to get uncomfortable today. And I'll be back here next week for another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast.